Now, you might not believe this, but the career path of almost every super successful individual included having a job just like the one you have now. You're either going to or coming from work, so we might as well talk about it today on Your Way to Work. And now, your host, Ricardo Witte. Hi, everybody. This is Rick Witted, and you are listening to the podcast show On Your Way to Work. This is the show that talks to you, the worker on the workplace floor, about the things that you need to do to manage your career effectively. So in the spirit of Valentine's Day week, I figured we'd do a show on work and romance in the workplace. Found a study that Harris Interactive conducted for uh, CareerBuilder, just a little bit under 8,000 U.S. workers that they surveyed. And the questions had to do with romance in the workplace. And I can tell you this from that survey, uh, we will make it uh, available to you uh, online uh, or uh, attached to the show. Uh, But romance is alive and well at work. It really is. Listen to these stats. 38% of workers, that's right, 38, almost 4 in 10 workers dated a coworker at least once over the course of their career. Almost 20%. Uh, almost one in uh, two in ten dated a uh, a coworker at least twice in their career. Uh, this one really got me. Thirty one percent of office romances led to a marriage, and thirty seven percent of you guys are keeping it under wraps. You're dating, but don't anybody know that it's going on. One in five of you admitted to dating your boss. One in five of you admitted you were more attracted to people in the same job function. That means literally somebody sitting across the cubicle uh, you were more attracted to. Check this one out. Top five industries for office romance. Ready? Number five, healthcare. Number four, information technology. Number three, transportation and utilities. Number two, financial services, and number one top industry for office romance, hospitality. Uh, I'm going to leave that one alone. Okay, so what's today's show about? Be my Valentine, but not at work. So that should give you an idea of these five principles I'm about to give you as it relates to romance and the workplace. All right, so they're real simple. Let me give you a a highlight. One, leave romance at home. Two, know your company's policy about dating. Three, play the movie forward. Four, no social media and relationship. And then five, if you're married, act like it. All right, so let's go through those. Number one, leave romance at home. The workplace is never personal. Keep it about work. You are hired to do a job. You are hired for a specific number of hours of day to be what the company needs you to be during that time. By the very definition 
of that, your personal relationship does not get gain or have space during work hours. Work is about work. Work is professional. Work is never personal time. So leave romance home. Let me give you two things that I think are crucial uh, to that point. First, no PDAs, no public displays of affection. First of all, everybody around you gets a little uncomfortable when you and your uh, loved one uh, engage in the romance in the air, theme music, or whatever you want to call it, right? People get nervous. They get uncomfortable. Not nervous, but they get uncomfortable when you guys are doing the googly eyes. It's like two plus three. Three is odd, and nobody likes to feel odd. No PDAs at work. Keep it personal. Two, don't pull coworkers into the relationship. So, you know, as we talk about, um, th this one's big, right? Because if something goes wrong, it's just as odd in the workplace as it is, for example, let's say you have two good friends and they're dating and now they're not dating. It makes you feel very, very awkward. So don't pull coworkers into the relationship. It's best for everybody that it's you and the person you're romantically involved with, and that's it. That way, if it doesn't work out, guess what? No one else in the place is odd. Work is not disrupted or any of that stuff. So... My point number one, leave romance home. Work is about work. It is not personal, and therefore your personal relationship has nothing to do with the workplace. Number two, know your company's policy about dating. Before you decide to get involved, hey, I know she looks good. I know he's attractive. I get it. I understand you're human. Fine. But know the policy about dating. Know the policy about relationships. If at your company it's a no-no, then it's a no-no. And it doesn't go on at work, period. Uh, if, um, you know, if there is no policy on it, then you need to talk to your boss and say, hey, Jimmy, Mary, uh, I am thinking about dating Johnny or Susie. Uh, uh, we have been talking, we're good friends, but, you know, I just want to get your view on, you know, dating and the workplace. Um, not that we would do anything at work and, you know, date, we'll keep it very private, but I just want to know your position on that, right? And so if you say, hey, I don't have that kind of relationship with my boss, I'm not giving them all of that kind of information, blah, 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 fine. Then don't give them specifics. Don't, you know, just ask in general, hey, what is our policy on dating? Someone asked me, <laughs> just say, someone asked me what the company policy is on dating, and I have no idea. Can you tell me what the, do we have a policy for dating? The, at the end of the day, here's what you need to do. You need to gather your manager's perception of dating in the workplace. I can tell you, most managers are probably going to say, doesn't belong in the workplace. I'm of that camp. It doesn't belong in the workplace. But you need to ask. Why do you need to ask? Well, a couple of reasons. I think 
number one, you can undermine your perception at work. Dating is a very risky thing, right? It's why it feels so great and hurts so bad when it goes wrong, right? Because the stakes are high. And if you if you hit it right, wow, it's great. If you hit it wrong, man, it's horrible. There's It's a high-risk stake, you know, dating and being involved romantically with someone. So that's a risky behavior that you're bringing into the workplace environment, which is a controlled environment, an environment that has a purpose and a goal and an objective that um, that others, namely you and your co-workers, are being paid to do. So to bring a relationship into the workplace is a risky venture. And so you, you could find yourself, like many bosses, much like myself, going, hmm, that's a little dangerous. And therefore, to go and, and do that without, without understanding the policy of the company and, and your boss's percep- per- perception of that uh, could really be a gamble that in the end of the day undermines your perception of being responsible or being mature or maybe you're considered a leader in the company and this is a behavior that kind of dims the light on your perception as a leader. So I just be careful with that. Know your company's policy about dating, right? Number three, play the movie forward. So what do I mean by that? If this thing goes bad, I mean, if this really goes south in a hurry, how will that affect three people? First, you. How is that going to affect you? How is that going to affect your ability to work, the quality of work you provide, and the focus you have? Listen, I've been married for almost 20 years, and I can tell you right now, if things don't go well in the camp, you know, on the home team, it affects me terribly. It affects me at home. It affects me in every way. So now, I couldn't even begin to imagine that being in the workplace. Wait a minute. Actually, I can. Uh, my wife and I used to own a business many years ago, and uh, ooh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, all I can say is she fired me uh, twenty times, and I fired her at least ten times. It affects you, and so if you are going to date this person and it doesn't go well, how is this going to affect you and your ability to work? Secondly, how is it going to affect? The workplace. I already give you the scenario, though, that, you know, the friends around you seeing you guys not together and now it just feels odd. It feels weird and it feels uh, the air can be cut with a knife. It's so thick. Now, are, are you going to bring that dynamic into the workplace? That's going to affect the productivity of the entire uh, team, the workers. So how is it going to affect you? How is it going to affect the workers. And how is it going to affect the work that's done? There's a job that has to be done. There's a job that uh, you and your coworkers are being paid to do and this person who you're romantically involved with there. So how is this, at the end of the day, going to affect the service we provide or the product we make? Play the movie forward if it goes bad. Also play the movie forward if it goes well. 
if if this is great and you're in that 37% camp or 31% camp who decides to uh, turn this into marriage, will one of you have to change jobs or change lines of business or, you know, you know, go to a different office? Because in many cases, uh, family members cannot work in the same unit. You know, you got to check your policy, but most policies will say that families um, can't really work in the same unit. And and we all should be able to understand why. Right? Now, this could be different if you work for a small business, small, small mom and pop type operation. But in, but by and large, um, it's it's very um, it's risky to have two people who are very close, same family, that type of stuff, working with each other. It, it just can cause problems for a number of reasons. So play the movie forward. If it goes bad, how is it going to affect you? How is it going to affect your coworkers? And how is it going to affect the product or service that the company is delivering through that team? And then if it goes well, is someone going to have to leave? And if someone's going to have to leave, how does that affect the workplace and the unit? Um, you both are a part of that unit. How is that going to have an effect on you? So play the movie forward. Number four, no social media. No Facebook, no Twitter, no Instagram, no Pinterest. I know you love her. I know you love him. I know you think they're wonderful. I know you think they're great. And you want to let the whole wide world know you want to shout it on a mountaintop. But don't. Don't. If if this should stay personal <laughs> and if I'm telling you co-workers leave them out of the relationship, the moment you put it on the World Wide Web, the moment you do that, it's public information in the public domain. It's no longer per, per, uh, personal. And that, my friend, can affect the workplace because co-workers and, and, and people you work with they have social media too. And you may let that get out without meaning to um, allow that out. Uh, and that's what happens when you find yourself posting from the mountaintop of the World Wide Web. So no social media about your personal relationship. Keep it personal. personal. Keep it personal. Keep it out of the public domain. And number five. And this one's a big one, and this one's real dear to me, right? Let me just say it like this. If you're married, act like it. There's, there's, this, there's this truth that I live by. It's a, it's a very powerful proverb, and it says, uh, don't let your good be evil spoken of. So what do I mean by that? Don't be in one-off scenarios with someone of the opposite sex if you're married. It's just not worth it. The perception is not worth it. Um, no close relationships, you know, outside of your spouse. That that should be the case, by the way, regardless, right? Um, that's the decent, right, and honorable thing to do and to be. I can remember, particularly in my, my early years in management, um, and even now, um, very rare that I would, um, and my, 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 uh, my staff, they used to, I know they used to make jokes or laugh at me behind my back, I'm sure, but I wouldn't, if it was a, uh, if I was out doing a visit, uh, in the field or whatever, and it was, uh, someone of the opposite sex, I, I wouldn't ride with them in a car. Just, just me. 
um, uh, particularly if they're you know younger folks, and um, I just you, you just you don't put yourself in the place to have your um, your credibility challenged. You just don't. Uh, we live in a day and age where being careful and conservative uh, is just the smart thing to do. So I would, you know, I would say to uh, um, a young lady who worked for me, hey, you know what, um, we're going to meet there. Uh, I, you want me to pick you up? Nope, that's OK. I got I got my car. <laughs> I got a rental car. I'll meet you there or we'll follow each other. And I know it may seem weird to some folks and it may seem over the top, but don't let your good be evil spoken of. It's just not worth it. Not to mention the last thing I want is for, you know, my wife to feel anything but extremely comfortable and confident, you know, at, at my behavior and my character at work. So that that's personal. But, you know, this falls in that same realm of romance in the workplace. Too often, you know, the wrong romances spark up when people are married. And I would just tell you, if you are married, act like it. Act like it. Don't be in one-off scenarios. This reminds me of one of the questions asked in the survey uh, that I mentioned at the top of the hour. And it was determined that uh, social settings outside of the office were cited most often in regards to workers connecting romantically. So almost 50 percent of those relationships um, were connected um, in social settings. So what, what do I mean by that? So 13 percent um, said it was running into each other outside of work. Um 12% said it was happy hour, never a good place. Happy hour, usually the connotation there is, is alcohol, and that's never a good mix. It dulls the senses, and you just have to be careful, right? Uh, and 11% said it was lunches, and 10% late nights at work. So if you're married, like none of those, <laughs> none of those need to be done without being very careful, uh, without being very public, uh, and without um, it just not being in a one-off scenario, it's just important. So there you go. Rick's top five rules on romance and the workplace. One, leave it home. The work is the workplace is not uh, for your personal anything. It is a professional environment that you're paid to work. Two, know your company's policy about dating. If it's not out there, Talk to your manager. Very important that you understand their perception, how they view dating in the workplace. And I'll just tell you, it is a high risk stakes game. You should be very careful about playing that in the workplace. Three, play it forward. If it goes bad, how's that going to affect you, the work and the workers around you? Play it forward. If it goes well, is someone going to have to leave? Right. Is that going to change the dynamic of the team? Just play it forward. Number four, no social media, right? I know you want to tell everybody about the goodness you're feeling. Don't. Keep it to yourself. Keep it away from the workers in the workplace, and therefore you should not post it on the World Wide Web because everybody has access to that. No longer makes it uh, personal. And the number five, if you're married, act like it, right? Stay away from one-off scenarios, one-off relationships, you know, go by the rule that I go by, right? And that is there shouldn't be any close personal relationships that also do not involve my spouse if they are of 
the opposite sex. And it's very important that you not be perceived for something that you very well might not be, but perception is a real powerful agent of how you're viewed at work. So be very careful about that. So how do I sum that up? Keep it personal and be open with your manager and follow the rules. I think if you do those things, then you'll navigate very well with romance and the workplace. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. Listen, happy Valentine's Day uh, to all of you. Uh, I can't leave without saying to my special honey, my boo, my wife of uh, 19 years, almost 20 years. Happy Valentine's Day, honey. I love you. Uh, thank you, listeners, for listening and tuning in to the show. Tell others about us. Go to Twitter, at uh, R.A. Witted. That's my handle. Go to Facebook.com forward slash R.A. Witted. And uh, sound off about the show. If the, some of the stuff we're talking about is helping you, let us know. I'd love to... Uh, um, I'd love to hear from you. And then if you've got some ideas about what is really bugging you, bothering you, or you're just stumped, you don't understand something in the workplace and or about your career, I'd love to talk about that on this show. I don't want to talk to your boss and your managers. I want to talk to you. And I want to talk about the things that matter the most to you. Until next week, have a great one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.